Hey there, I'm Trevor Houston, the creator of the Who You Know Summit, and I'd like to welcome you to the Who You Know Job Networking Show. On our program, we'd like to show you a job search like you've never seen. Everything from getting noticed by employers, how to properly format your resume, and how to network effectively using LinkedIn to drive recruiters to your profile. We even take suggestions from our amazing community. So if you want to learn all things job search, go ahead and subscribe now. Focus. It's all about the job search. So if you want to learn how to land that next success, you heard them. All you got to do is subscribe and ring that bell so you don't miss out on a thing. Welcome back to the Who You Know Job Networking Show, where what you know is important, but what who, who you know, know can say. make all the difference in your job search. What hey, they real say. quick, uh, shout out to to Russell Smart and his uh, his video, his commercial. That was really good. That was Russell. good. That was good. Russell, shout out to you, bro. You did a great job. Yeah, hey guys, we've got a very special guest here with us today. I'm real excited to announce. The one, the only, Matthew Warzel. And let me formally introduce Matthew. He probably goes by Matt, but let me let me formally introduce we him. We call you Matt, Jake. Matt is the president of MJW Careers and is a certified resume writing expert with over 15 years in human resources uh-huh. and career advancement techniques. So, everybody, warm welcome. Warm 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 welcome for Matthew. Matthew. <laughs> all right, all right. Matt, Matt say your last name. Get these yeah. entrances, I swear. Did, did Trevor pronounce your last name right? Because yeah. that is his call you, sign of mispronunciation. Get that last name for us. Go with my high school defensive line coach, Warthog. You call me Warthog. Let's go, Warthog. Okay. Wow, dude, you're, you're not Canadian fat. <laughs> Do you go no, by- Warzel? Warzel, but I'll take whatever. Warzel. Do you go by Matt or Matthew? Which one? Matt's you fine. Matt's, Matt's fine. Good, yeah. Matthew is the appearance with the company. You know, it makes you look like you're smarter. Mm. Matthew was uh, your mama. So you do it. Any little, mama any little you, yeah. uh, shortcut I can get. Yeah. <laughs> All right, hey, Matt, uh, real quick, I got a question for you. We're going to play a game of Would You Rather. Oh, yeah. Uh, Would you rather, and I want the audience to go ahead and tell me this as well, down there in the chat, would you rather forget your password every weekend for the rest of your life or forget your name every time you meet someone for the first time? What would you rather? I'd rather forget my password because I would reckon that I'd I'd have it written down somewhere or ask my wife. Yeah. All right. All right. What about you, Foster? Your your, your password I'm, or your name? I'm with Matt. I'm yeah. with the Warthog. Yeah. Hey. What about you? So did you say the second option was forget your own name? Yeah. Forget your own name. Yeah. Forget your own. Every time you meet someone for the first time, Who you're like, ah, I'm uh, Foster. Foster. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I, I'm actually gonna go with that one because I think it would be fun, fun as a game. So you just make up a name. Yeah. Hey, I'm Jim Bob. Jim Bob, yeah. Oh, that'd be a good one for you. Yeah, he Mark looks like a Jim Bob. Yes, yes Mark looks I do. Like a Jim I do. Bob. Yeah, yeah. All right, but all right, he comes right. in as a big toe. We digress. We digress. Okay, we like to have fun. So, audience, tell us what would you rather forget? Uh, forget your password or your name. Um, now, uh, Matt, I want you to tell us a little bit about your background before we get into all the the tips and tricks and all the fun stuff. Tell us how you got into you know starting your own uh, a career coaching firm. Like, how did you start that? All right. Yeah. Thank you for that. The uh, streamlined conversation would be: I was a staffing recruiter over at Aerotech. Oh, you guys wow. Aerotech. Aerotech. Yes, sir. Yes, uh, sir. Back in early two thousands, which 
you, if you ever worked there, you cut your teeth pretty quick, and you learn business That's acumen true. on the fly, which was it was fantastic. Real fast. Uh, but uh, I transitioned into HR recruiting um, just because, I mean, for lack of a better word, it was easier for me, and I got paid more. Um, and I <laughs> took that role, HR recruiting, bunch of different gigs at some fortune companies for a while, um, and then got a job out in California. So I relocated from Cleveland to LA and worked for Jobs Controls, recruiting HVAC techs for a few years. And oh, then wow. the bottom fell out in 08, got laid off in 09. And I, there was no recruiting jobs really going on. And, mm -hmm. and so I thought, well, I'll just start my own little shop. And as soon as I got client number one, I thought this could be something. And you know, that was 2009. So, you know, 11 years later, 12 years later, whatever, I'm still thriving. So couldn't, couldn't come at a better time. Like I felt like the world was just on me at that time and, and it was so dark. And then now it's like, I would never want to go back to being, uh, you know, for anybody who's out there eight to five, that's fine. But for me, I'm, I'm I like being a small business owner. I, I like what you just said. So I'm going to give you a mic drop for that. Sometimes, nice. sometimes it feels like the world's against you, right? Um, but there's a higher purpose, a higher calling. There's there's something God's trying to tell you. And a lot of times when you're in the thick of it, you don't understand it. And, you know, I'm actually going through a lot of that right now. It's not like the world is, is you know, ending or anything crazy, doom and gloom. But I've got a monkey on my back right now. You know that, <laughs> right? Like that, yeah. that old saying, you got a monkey on your back. Like, so I understand kind of what, what you're going through and, and what you went through. But I know, like I'm, I'm asking, I'm like, okay, what's the reason? What's the purpose? What, show me the sign. Um, and, and you'll see it at one point. You'll go, oh, okay, all right, God, I, I, I know why you did all this. Yeah, it, it's, man, you know, sometimes it's just so hard to keep an open mind mm -hmm. and have that vision. But, you know, kudos to you for having this long-term vision. So, and really Thank you, getting to where yeah, you're at. This is a great, man. yeah, great calling here that you're, you're working and helping people get landed. Can we talk about uh, resumes for just a second? Ooh, yeah. Okay, because that's, that's my kryptonite. Everybody knows this. Shout out Andy <laughs> Cook. She's online with us, too. Yeah, Andy's uh, with us. She, she's like, you know, uh, you know, she, she helps me with the resume stuff because I don't know nothing about that stuff. Yeah, she's like a resume wizard. Dude. Yeah, she's a wizard. So I want to hear from you because you're a wizard, too. So what what do you think is like essential for a job seeker to do? Like, because I feel like this is just my opinion. I feel like no matter what you do, okay, you're playing Scrabble with a computer system, okay. And if your keywords aren't just right, and if it's not formatted, and you don't know what system, and you don't know what what ATS they got, and all this and that, and so no matter what you do, like you're going in the black hole. Just expect that you're going in the black hole. That's just the first step of the process. That's my opinion on it, my take. Now, I know other people vary. I want to know yours. And then what? what is something that's, like, essential? Like, okay, yeah, you're going to go in the black hole, but you have to do this to your resume. You know, that's great. And I actually agree with you in a lot of the sense. There are 1,000 ATSs, 1,000 rules, all these companies. So um, I like for my clients to create as logical and linear as possible their messaging and hone in on the content and almost reverse engineer from the job descriptions. Okay, if this is what you're doing, the, this is what all these job descriptions are saying you got to be doing. Let's write in their content that will show not only can you handle it, but here are real-world scenarios that you uh -huh. actually did execute that, and here was the action result based off of that. Yes, the sir. more numbers we can get in there, the more resonating factors, such as, like the like you said, the keywords. you got to play it because as a recruiter, we know i got to find somebody. i got to start typing in some buzzwords. It is what it is. But um, I think if you can kind of keep it very linear, quick, and and 
relevant to the role, you'll be in good shape. I mean, honestly, there there's only a handful of, I mean, you've got resumes that are infographic, right? And it's like, sure, they're not gonna, they might not get through out of the box, and that's that's because they got text boxes and boards and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Stop worrying about the visual appeal so much and get down to the words, and that's that's where the wordsmithing is what I think I do really well, and that's why I have clients that have success because. You get down to the to the gritty nitty, and what you do like that. will it impress mm-hmm. the readers on the other so end. He's of the like, table. he's yeah. like, I'm really good at Scrabble. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> so I've, I've got a follow up question to that because um, you know, right now, if it's you know, I, I don't want to call it a game, but it's, the challenge is that there are so many different variations of the ATS system. Like you said, there's over thousand. Um, what is being done because? You know, for us to say, hey, that's the status quo, we're just going to have to deal with it. Um, I don't know that that's, you know, that's the way it's going to be forever. And so my question to you is, what are some of the disruptors in that area? Great question. And where do you see things going? What, what's the, is, is there a fix? You know, that's interesting. I, I would say, well, first and foremost, the tech is evolving and tech is only playing more of a game, more, more of a bigger presence, right? And the game is being played probably at a higher level than ever we've ever seen it. But I remember when I recruited back in the early 2000s, we still had applicant tracking systems, but the rules weren't so, so um, you know, firm and in place of discounting people, right? It was more of like, will this come through not jumbled? And if it is jumbled, I'll rearrange the resume. But now it's they set it up because there's so many applicants. Mm-hmm. And so I would say, first and foremost, don't rely on just applying through the career portals, which you should still do because Come it on. gets you into IBM. It gets you into Apple software, what have you. But do the workarounds. That's the As far as ATS disruption, I would not be probably the best one to kind of guess what's going to happen with it, only because I'm not a recruiter on a day-to-day basis. I just kind of know how to play the resume so it kind of will work to the best advantages it could be but as far as future i mean i can't see it going anywhere because it's fairly seamless this does help recruiters but don't even worry about that stuff then work work the angle of finding the company and targeting some people that are in those roles or like maybe potential management potential managers that you'd be in those in that function and really start to give them some advice or Hang them with an article about something that resonates with them in their in their industry or, or in their maybe their competitors doing something or, or their company and just give them a kudos and just start getting on their radar. I mean, that's the best way to go about it. One, two, three. Mic drop. Wait, you're saying get people involved and then and then provide them value? What? <laughs> I know. After 30 minutes of applying, you're not supposed to just take the day off and thought you did your job for the day. <laughs> so, so that I, I gotta do more than the just the the easy apply, the easy button. I gotta hit that, and then I gotta do something, talk yeah. to somebody. It takes right. 30 minutes just to apply for one job. <laughs> Here's the thing, too, and I think a lot of people are missing this. And you know, you all probably have heard of the correlation between job search and sales. But how many of you are managing your funnel mm. and your CRM, right? Um, I know there, we've talked with a lot of people. There's a lot of people that are, but there are a lot of people that aren't. There's no tracking. There's no follow-up. There's no system to your process in tracking and, and managing your, your applications and your interviews. So, Well, what about you, uh, Matt? What, what are some, I mean, do you have any recommendations for follow-up? For, for tracking, for CRA, anything like that? Do you have any recommendations for job seekers about that? 
Yeah, I mean, keep it simple. I, I'm I'm a big fan of just an Excel sheet and just making sure that right. the hardest part is getting people to actually do it. So if if you're unemployed and you don't have a calendar in front of you, say like you had a calendar at your old job and now you're like, well, I'm unemployed, so it's out the door. Don't. It not only does it benefit you to, to cross off little wins every day that'll make you feel like you accomplished something, mm. but it'll motivate you to say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually do this because it's on my calendar today. So I'm gonna follow up with everyone I talk to from June 1st through June 15th. And it, sure, it's gonna take three hours, maybe, maybe you have 50, 60 things in there. But I mean, come on, what's a copy and paste and with a little bit of customization on each separate email? So it takes half a day, but at least you feel like you've done something and now you're casting that net and planting those seeds and who knows when they're gonna start sprouting. So Mark is super good at this. like. He's really good about the yeah, calendar. He yeah, yeah. The calendar, and we've we've been uh, we've been working on him with the CRM so that we can combine <laughs> the calendar and the CRM. Because like if it was if it wasn't on his calendar, it wasn't happening. Even if it was in the CRM, mm-hmm. but now he's he's getting really good at doing both. Right, where it's like calendar and CRM. I was I was raising my hand as you're. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, that's me. That's me. I'm the same way. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, okay, let's talk about um, let's talk about what people can do to find opportunities now. Like, let's say, as I get this question a lot, like, all right, I'm trying to change industries. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm trying to move to a, a whole new industry. Number one, that's tough because you don't have a lot of experience in the new industry that you're trying to get to. What would you recommend for somebody to hop into a new industry, and then how would they find some opportunities and like uncover some? Some things. Yeah, I, I definitely like when you guys mentioned pain points at the top of the show. So trying to figure out why they have that opening and maybe going the extra the extra mile to do something that will wow them on the other end of the table. So if you're doing, say, say like there, I had a story about a buddy of mine who told me uh, about a guy that was interviewing for SEO roles. And he literally went and and dug up a, a kind of dug up around and figured out where all these broken links were and sent this report to this company saying, Hey, I saw you have an SEO, wow. SEO role with heavy em- emphasis on trying to fix these broken links here. Here is all the analytics. I've kind of come to the conclusion of where your broken links are in the resolution. This took this guy like two, three days to do. And the hire manager was very impressed. He went above and beyond. So if, if you, if you have a passion, I'll go back a little bit though. If you have a passion and you want to go and switch careers, first start figuring out what it is that motivates you, what tickles your belly, what gets you excited about that position that you want to target. Then go and start researching and figuring out just where you might fit into that into that space. And if you know where you might fit in that space, go and figure out what is the key technologies, the key methodologies, the processes, the hard skills. What, what are things that those people are doing and start figuring out your upskilling plan. Start really looking at CEs, continuing education, because there's a ton of free stuff right now and resources. I mean, look at us. It's, it's not 1980 where we got to go and really chat to everybody to figure out stuff. I mean, things are just at a disposal. <laughs> so yeah. use that. Start really jotting down things that are tangible towards that new role right. and figure out how you're going to acquire the knowledge and then maybe even try to get some experiential learning on on the fly where you might go and offer free intern offer yourself as a free uh, worker for yeah, a, a month at a company you know what i'm saying like yeah, I, I had a big expert back in college i mean i get it it's this whole like 
thing now, but it's like, no, this is what we should be doing as kids. You go and learn and then you build networks that way too. And you, yep. and you really understand where you could fit in that space. If you want to work in advertising, but you don't know where in advertising, well then go figure it out and re- and research and don't give up. Stay hungry. I'll give you a perfect example. I got a story right now. We just hired somebody else. Uh, shout out to Tiffany. And I, you know what? It's so funny. It, it happened through Clubhouse. Okay. Um, she came up on stage, got out of her comfort zone, and said a little bit about what, what she was doing there. And it just so happened to be like about getting people jobs. And I was like, oh, really? Well, I'm the host of the Who You Know show, you know? And, and uh, so anyways, it got a conversation started. Ah. We started talking, uh, and she offered and volunteered to work for us for free, right? And we started to do a little work. She figured out what some of the pain points are. And at the end of it, I was like, you know what? I really want to hire you. Like, I wanted to hire. And, and so anyways, um, yeah, shout out to her because she, she volunteered her time. And that stood out to me. I was like seriously you know what i mean yeah mm-hmm. she built a value proposition and we all should do exactly what matt said and then find out through our networking you thought i was going to say that word relationships mm. well then we know who we can reach out to and build a relationship with and then communicate that value proposition we might know something that, that company doesn't know and they need to get us in there to get it going you darn too yeah, yeah. Yep. Hey guys, we gotta go to a real quick break, but don't go anywhere. We got a lot more questions for Matt. Right. Yeah, we got Matt. Yeah, all day. Well, all day, day but you know. I want to thank you <laughs> for we'll tuning right in to the Who You Know Job Networking Show. We hope you've been inspired, encouraged, educated, and entertained all at the same time. For information on our different events, workshops, partners, or partnership opportunities available, check out whoyouknow.show for more details. And be on the lookout for our new mobile app coming soon. You never know how this show can help someone you know you know and if we've made an impact or put a smile on your face today don't forget to hit that share button on your way out until next week it's all about who you know bye